Welcome to State of the Nonprofits. I'm your host, Autumn Vest, Executive Director of MSS. So why State of the Nonprofits? Well, nonprofits are the heart of any community and here in the Permian Basin, it's no different. This podcast is designed for people who want to make our community better. The ones who work in nonprofits, serve in nonprofits, or the ones who are just beginning to seek out a way to make life better for others. This is where we'll talk about the challenges and hurdles facing our nonprofits and the people we serve. We hope to discover and share some incredible stories of impact and success. I'm here today and I'm super excited to be with Bailey Hennis, the Executive Director of Recording Library of West Texas. Hi. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. I'd love the intro. Thank you. That was a great intro. Thank you. So, Bailey, Recording Library of West Texas. Yes. What what is this? What do we do? So we do a lot of things. Primarily, our mission is to provide audio to those with mental, physical, or learning impairments. We specialize in those with visual impairments. However, anyone who cannot access the printed word, that's where we step in and record audio and provide that for them. So that includes audiobooks, religious materials, textbooks, college books, any anything that's printed that someone might need recorded, we do it for them. Okay. So your reach though is huge. Yes. You're not just serving in West Texas. Yes. There's actually only five other organizations like us in the entire United States. We're very similar to Audible. I always say that because they're familiar with Audible. Essentially, we're the same thing. However, we offer it free to our clients here in West Texas. There's nothing in West Texas that does the same thing we do. Like the next thing is Austin, Houston, things like that. They provide some form of audio. As far as a full service nonprofit for the visually impaired, that's where we come in. That is incredible. So I want to talk to you today about the thing that we're all tired of talking about in a little bit. Pandemic. COVID. <laughs> COVID. So here we go. Pandemic happened. I'm not going to linger in it. I don't want to, I don't want to focus yeah. in. We're all pandemic weary. We're, we're tired of it. Yeah. Oof. It's it's become the number one thing in our vocabulary, I think. I think you're right. Unfortunately. It has. Yeah. But it's changed us. It's changed mm-hmm. all of us. Yeah. Fundamentally, it's changed what we do, who we are individually, professionally. Yes. yes. And so that's that's what I want to talk about. So pandemic hits, nonprofits shut down, close ranks, and it goes on for months. Yes. Months. Yes. So uh, pandemic hits. I step into executive director role in March, right when co- uh, two weeks before COVID. Um, and <laughs> I had my fair share of challenges as a very new ED, um, but I had been with, with Recording Library for three years prior to that. So it was it was nothing new to me. Um, I just needed it was it was a big deal to step into this this huge role and have to make a lot of decisions with the board on what do we do? Like, what is this thing? Uh, we had a really tough decision. Do we shut down? But if we shut down, how in the world are the visually impaired people in Midland going to hear about COVID? Because we also have a 24-hour radio station that we run programming on for visually impaired clients. So it's got a lot of fun stuff like Cooking in the Dark, uh, The Blind Handyman, which teaches blind individuals how to use power tools and how to cook. Wow. But it's also informative. So every day at one o'clock, we decided to run a COVID information segment. So everyone who cannot access the printed word could tune in at one o'clock every day to our station and and hear COVID information. So we wanted to focus on local things like the grocery store hours, because as sighted individuals, it was confusing for us. We were like, when can we go to the grocery store? How do we find supplies? We can't even find like toilet paper. So how is someone who is blind, how are they going to get toilet paper 
So we really had to come together as a board and a staff and say, we can't shut down. This, this is not an option. We are essential when it comes to this. And so we actually decided to shut down two weeks before everyone else did. So it was really, really great timing. I think that we had the man upstairs was on our side for that because we're, we're very unique because in, in our office, is a, it's very small. If you've ever had a hearing test done in a booth, that's what we have in our office. So we have five of those where volunteers come in to the office to record materials. That wasn't going to be an option. There's no way that we could have people coming in and sharing microphones and, you know, being in these very uh, enclosed areas. There's no way to socially distance. So we were like, man, how are we going to continue to read the Midland Reporter Telegram or the Odessa American or Far West Texas newspapers like the Monahan's News? So we had to just sit down and think. And I spent many nights like, okay, what's the best course of action here? And of course we have a great board. So they were, they had to come up with some things too. We had to get creative. So we decided to just take this huge leap of faith and have volunteers continue to record materials from home. Wow. That's a big shift. Huge shift. And it's something we've always talked about, at least as long as I've been here five years now in April, we knew it would require a lot of training and a lot of time from our staff. And most of our volunteers are seniors or at least over 50. So a lot of them are not that tech savvy. So we had to take that into consideration. But uh, we said, we've got to figure this out. And so we did. We we decided to have our volunteers who have been with us. We have some volunteers who've been with us for 28 years. And so, yeah, we were very lucky for them and thankful for them. Um, And we said, listen, uh, we're going to figure this out together. And we did. And so... We actually increased our volunteer base significantly. Wow. By, yeah. By having at our at-home readers. Yeah. Yeah. So something great oh. from something really terrible. Oh, it was a silver lining for sure because it really set us up for the future. And I think that that's kind of what your podcast is about is like, where are we at now? How do we move forward? Um, for us, we thrived. And it's, it felt weird for me to say that to other people because here, you know, people are like sick and we don't know what's going to happen. And I'm like, well, our nonprofit's thriving because we were able to continue our mission and our volunteers love it. Of course, they were able to continue because they just they're so passionate about what we do. But also people were at home. And I said, hold on a second. This is a great opportunity for people to record for us. (laughs) So I took advantage of that. The board and I were like, no, let's let's put it out there. And so we I think we had just like in the first three weeks, I want to say like 35 people interested. Wow. Even just interested in like, how can we help? Can we record COVID news? Can we record newspaper? What do you need? And I'm like, yes, this is great because people are at home and finally they, they're looking for things to do. They're bored and let's go for it. Well, so I know I read more books during COVID yeah. than I, I mean, like my entire library has increased mm-hmm. because I was, even though I had kids and I was working from home and all these things, like I had, it seemed like I had more opportunity to read and more interest in it. So right. That's really incredible. So fast forward now, mm-hmm. we're at the end of 2021. Yes. Year two, pretty much. Year, year of two. COVID. Yep. Looking forward, 2022 is right around the corner. What is, is this still ongoing for you? Is this part of your future now? Definitely. So it is, it is a staple for us now. And so we have two different forms of volunteer opportunities that are available. So you can record from home, which is materials that are recorded daily, like the Midland Reporter Telegram. So the Midland Reporter Telegram, we have to get that on our station before 3 p.m. daily. So there's no way that we could have the volunteers record the materials, send it into us, have our station manager edit it, 
and then put it out there. So it's, it's, we train our volunteers to, to learn how to speak. And it's really hard. Like people think it's very easy. It's actually very tiring and you have to learn. It's an art. So we train them and then they send it in every day, um, usually before noon. And so we can get it on the station. So those people are welcome to stay recording at home. And most of our newspaper readers have stayed at home, which is great for us because we're still very COVID conscious just because we have the, the small space in here. However, um, we do record books for the state library in Austin. So it's called the Texas Talking Book Program. And those have to be audible quality, what, what we, we call audible quality. They have to be professional level, no dogs barking in the background, no chair squeaking, you know, things like that that come up. So those individuals have to come in to read. And those are like our top tier volunteers who um, have made it past just your casual reading level and something you would expect to hear from Audible or something like that. Sure. They have uh, to be more consistent. Yeah. They, they have, have to be the more same voice through the whole book. Right. Dedicated. And they have, they have to dedicate a little more, a little bit more time per week because our goal is to get those books to our clients as fast as we can. And I mean, we've recorded like 365 day Bible. And so there's, yeah, so we do custom requests. That's what we specialize in too. So it's like custom requests can be a little more lax because it's just, they need entertainment and they, they want to hear a book. So it's like, let's get it to them quickly. But for the state, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty uh, big responsibility. We slowly started allowing those individuals to come back in while trying to figure out social distancing and cleaning procedures and just all sorts of stuff. So we've continued all of that, and it's it's just been really great overall. We're we're, we're back. The state library actually shut down, and we didn't. And they have like a staff of forty, and we have five. So. The staff did amazing during COVID. But yeah, it, it was a silver lining for us because now people can volunteer from the comfort of their home. It's more convenient. You know, you know how it is with volunteerism. Like it's about convenience. Like how how easy is it to volunteer? Well, <laughs> so. and you know, how much do they feel like they're making a difference and an impact? Right. And being able to make an impact from your home mm-hmm. office or your sofa or wherever it is that you read from. Yeah. That's incredible. And that's a, that's actually a question I have for you is how is it, if somebody's listening right now, how do they connect with you? Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's for volunteer or for services, how do they learn more about you? Yeah. So you can go to our website, recordinglibrary.org. Call us at 432-682-2731. Talk to Cindy. She's our volunteer coordinator. She can also help you get signed up for services. So if you're a caregiver or if you yourself may benefit from our services, please reach out to us phone or email, homing pigeon, whatever it takes to like get get in contact with us. Um, Like I said, our services are completely free and we just do so much. We do podcasting, obviously. We're in the studio right now. Thank you so much. Yeah, we have a really cool studio, which I would love to just invite people to come in and see. Um, It's just a a very professionally done studio that we're very thankful for. We had a lot of um, support from foundations to get it to where it's at today. So we're super excited not only to partner with you for this podcast and, and letting us record in your space, but also yeah. to have you guys as a part of the MSS community. Oh, we love it. Yeah. We're super thankful for this building because it's just, it's so nice and we, our booths are really cool. The coolest thing was originally when they, they brought the booth that they had to bring them in through the window because we're on the second store. I don't think I've heard that story. Okay. And I was like, well, that's, that's very interesting. Like, <laughs> I do know that my office is right below the studio. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm not sure which of the booths is like hanging out over my head, but I do know the floor was reinforced. Thank goodness. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> the booths are not light. Yeah. So, okay. So <laughs> one, one more big question mm-hmm. and it is a big question. 
What is the biggest challenge that's facing your clients in a post-pandemic world and how are you guys addressing that? So other than just providing audio, which is very important to our clients, we partner with a lot of and collaborate with a lot of other nonprofits because mental health comes into play. Just think as a sighted individual like you and I, um, how stressful and how depressed and anxious we were during COVID and how there was the unknown. And now just picture if you can't see. So you're blind during a pandemic. So sometimes the only voice that some of our clients hear are our volunteers' voices that day. And so there was just no other choice that we had to to fight through it and continue to fight through it. So we're not going to give up on our clients just because of COVID or whatever else comes at us. What a powerful story. Yeah. And it is truly such a critical service. And, you know, I cannot imagine not having the ability to read or or to Mm -hmm. see. And so, you know, knowing that that service is available for, for those who have that incredible, incredible challenge. It's just really wonderful. And it's so amazing that it's part of our community mm-hmm. um, and that you guys have found this silver lining. In yes. Something pretty awful that we were all dealing Definitely. with at the same time. It was so awful. Most exciting thing coming in 2022. Most exciting. So we are collaborating with a lot of people on, on podcasts. So we had to shut down, of course, our studio during COVID. So we actually just... We have a station manager in Austin and we can call into him and he can record it. So we were able to continue some of, especially the mental health ones, um, just so our uh, clients had a, a resource that they're not alone. And, you know, here's some counseling services. But we have I love podcasting and we have um, we have a couple of new mental health ones coming up. We have one uh, with the I-20 Nature Preserve. They audio describe some of their uh, trails and stuff out there, as well as Sibley Nature Nature Center. Um, we've done some of the work with them and then, um, yeah, we, a lot of people have reached out to us to want to do podcasting for just to talk about their mission. And so we kind of want to move in 2022, uh, to be like a resource, a database and a host for podcasting. So people can know if I go to recording library, I'm going to find every single podcast that's in Midland. That's our goal. Love that. Yeah. Love so that. all the nonprofits, even individuals, it doesn't matter. As long as as you go, essentially, like we're going to be like iTunes or SoundCloud. So we want to we want people to know I can go here and I can find them all. And then, of course, that's going to benefit our clients, because even if it's not a program that's, you know, catered to those who are blind, it's still bringing awareness to our mission. Yeah, absolutely. And so thank you so much yeah, for letting thank you. me come into your studio with you and for continuing to be a part of our podcast and our effort. Thank you for being the first one because this is you're like the old pro. And oh, thank you. I'm, you know, I apologize for me. <laughs> no, don't don't apologize. You did fantastic. Uh, no, it was really great, and I think it's a great podcast that you guys are doing to see like where are we at now, and you know we're a community. So, well, I think it's so important for everybody to connect and share experiences, yeah. and that's really what our goal is. And um, we want to make this bite sized pieces for people to be able to plug in, find out what's happening in the nonprofit community, learn from one another get connected in new ways yes. and really engage with what's happening. Definitely. We are, and we will always be West Texas strong. Thank you for joining us today for State of the Nonprofits. I'm Autumn Vest, Executive Director of MSS. And join us next time. Look for us on all your platforms where you get your podcasts or come visit us at midlandss.org and find out more about Midland Shared Spaces. Special thanks to our partner, Recording Library of West Texas, for allowing us to record in their studio and working with us on this podcast.